Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of Parents Under the Stairs. I'm here with my lovely wife, Presley. Hello. How you doing? Oh, fabulous. How are you? Pretty good. And we're going to go into a special topic today. What are we covering today? Monsters. Hell yeah, monsters. And uh, in uh, tradition... I think it's my turn, right? Because you went last time. I sure did. All right. So I'm going to start it off with a a heavy hitter. And this is probably the best monster suit, I think, in any horror film. Not sci-fi, because there's there's some stuff in the sci-fi realm that I don't don't think can be beat. Alien? Yeah, alien. But very similar to the Xenomorph costume is Pumpkinhead. This is like a really, really nice costume from uh stan winston was the director of the film and also the effects guy so you know of course there was a lot of focus on the special effects in this movie um so yeah it's just a it's a revenge plot basically a man loses his son and he brings his dead child to a witch who uh resurrects the demon the pumpkin head and that comes after all the the people that killed the child and it's nice and bloody and lots of cool special effects. Yeah, check that one out. That one dude was such a piece of shit. The the protagonist, maybe? The biker guy? Yeah. The bi- yeah, I mean, they were all were. They they hit the kid and then they tried to cover it up like they didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was fucking or sad. drive off, yeah. <clears throat> one of them felt bad about it, but the rest of them were just like, let's just get the fuck out of here. Yep. What can we do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really remember Pumpkinhead 2 very much, and I know that there's two more sequels after that. I think the only reason to watch any of those would be for the costume because I don't remember them being very good. So, yeah. Eh. Yeah, Pumpkinhead's awesome. Cool. Um, So, mine is Cloverfield, 2008, directed by J.J. Abrams. Um, I didn't watch it when it came out. I don't know. I was probably, like, in seventh grade when it came out. I watched it recently in the last few years for the first time with Ian because he showed me so many fucking movies and that happened to be one of them. And it's just, there's a lot going on. You know, the monsters, and there's a monster, like, on a bridge or under the water. Like, fuck that. Scary. Oh, yeah, you hate bridges. So I hate bridges. And the really fucking monster, I can't. <laughs> the, ba- mon- the babies that come out of the monster, too. Oh, like, I know. Just one of those babies can take out a whole bunch of people. So, yeah, it's just... That's just one of those movies that once you see the monster, you're like, okay, it's helpless. Well, yeah, there's like one huge one. You're like, oh, fuck, that sucks. But, you know, maybe we can hide from that. And then they just keep fucking coming and coming and they don't stop. Your adrenaline's pumping throughout the whole time like shit. And they're trying to rescue someone. It's like a rescue mission, and then people die. Oh, my God. It's a lot. Yeah, and it's found footage, too. Yeah. And it's not a lot. I think, at least at that time, found footage was mainly just horror movies. So it was cool to see, like, a, a big... Well, essentially, it was a kaiju movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, so... That's fair. Yeah, a lot of people even thought it was going to be Godzilla when it came out. That so. would have been dope. Yeah. But now they've done and they've gone and ruined the franchise of Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't... The last good one was from Japan, the Shin Godzilla, but we'll get in. We'll do that on our Godzilla episode. Mothra? <laughs> yeah. Is Mothra a Godzilla thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go Mothra. Go Mothra. Go Mothra. <laughs> um, cool. Good pick. I'm going to go with a very little known movie, and it's not really that good of a movie, but I would recommend it if you're looking for something kind of B-movie, really low budget it's called the item it's from 1999 directed by dan clark this movie is really strange it came out straight to video 
had a kind of a cool cover but really generic of just like an eye peeking through like a, a sort of briefcase thing but it's just about these criminals that are hired to protect this case in this cabin uh this case is full of an item that's worth a lot of money and they get millions of dollars if they can protect it for the night but there's a monster in this case and it's a little weird looking alien which you'll see in the trailer in the corner if you if you look down there um and it knows everything about everybody in the room and it turns everybody on each other and all these criminals uh it gets really gory towards the end because of the what this little alien guy does and it's just a fun little low budget movie and it's i think it's really smart considering how low budget and and they just did a lot with a little so check out the item from 1999 sweet my next pick is Creature from the Black Lagoon, 1954, directed by Jack Arnold. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, and like, ironically, my dad is the one who showed me that movie. Well, he didn't technically, he didn't show me, but I was staying home sick one day, and he decided to be a dad for once, and like, <laughs> and he stayed home with me. So we were just flipping through the channels, and he just stopped on this movie, and I was like, oh, this is cool. So. I watched this, like, horror movie with him. You know, it holds up pretty well to this yeah. day. Um, the effects, the costumes, it's kind of, like, claustrophobic feeling because, you know, there's, like, a dude in this big old costume and they're swimming underwater and stuff. And they're basically only on the boat. That's, like, the only... They don't really go on the land too often. Yeah, so. not not really. So he, the, he's just kind of going around the boat, kind of tormenting them yeah, at times. Yeah, and he's just, like, randomly grabbing people and taking them underwater. So it doesn't show anyone dying necessarily, but, you know, it heavily hints, like, he just killed them. Yeah. It's, um... It's kind of like you're kind of rooting for him too, though, because they're kind of tormenting him. Yeah. Because they go into his natural habitat and they're like drugging him with this weird stuff and like kind of just like trying to shoot him with a spear gun and stuff. Like, of course he's going to fight back. Like, he didn't ask for them to come there. That's true. That's true. Well, like, they found that hand in the beginning and they're like, oh, fuck. And then he comes out of nowhere, like, leave me alone, guys. It's just like. A little weird that he's obsessed with a human. Yeah, like so, he wants her. He wants her bad. <laughs> he wants to make fish babies with her. But no, it's it's still really good. I watched it a few days ago. and Yeah, it holds up. It really does for that time. And there's some sequels too. I haven't watched them yet, but I do hear that he has a fedora in like the third one or something. Ew. So I do want to see that. Well, and there's like the knockoff versions of them, you know? There's like Swamp Thing or something. That's pretty different something yeah i feel like that's heavily inspired though oh for sure yeah inspired but like uh there's also uh what was that i can't remember we're gonna mention one later that's kind of influenced by it but we won't get into that yet my next pick's gonna be frank hennenlotter's basket case and i kind of want to go with the trilogy um, I need to stop kicking the desk. We need a new desk. This desk is not sturdy, as you can see the camera shaking. But anyway, back to basket case. This is uh, Frank Henenlotter. This is kind of how I think he broke into like the horror scene. I I don't know anything he did before this, but it's just about uh, Siamese twins. But one of them is just kind of a, a lump. His name's Belial. Just kind of a lump that got chopped off of his brother. And his brother keeps him in a little basket and carries him around New York City with him. 
but both of them are on a, on a warpath uh, to kill all the doctors that separated them at birth because they uh, aren't happy about that. There's a especially strange scene when Belial <laughs> jumps on uh, the dude's girlfriend and tries to have sex with her, even though Aww. he's just this little lump <laughs> with these little hands. So he kind of looks like Krang from Ninja Turtles. Um, and then there's these, uh, the sequels are really cool too. Um, one of them, he joins the freak show and stuff. Belial. They're all, they're all worth going into. Um, and Frank Hennenlotter's a genius. As you can see, we got the Frankenhooker poster and we might be coming up with another Frank Hennenlotter movie later in this episode. So, yeah, check out Basket Case. (laughs) Very sleazy shit. We may or may not. Yeah. Stay tuned. Everything he does is pretty sleazy, too. So be ready for lots of blood, boobs, gore, all at the same time. All that good stuff, man. All at the same time. My next pick is a newer movie. Um, It's called Underwater. It came out in 2020, directed by William Eubank. Eubank, whatever, Eubank. I think that's how you say it. Sure. Um, stars Kristen Stewart. She's like a scientist person. Um, there's a lot going on. So pretty much her and this crew live underwater and I forgot what they're looking for, but you know, they're just fucking building a whole, they live in this whole thing that they built underwater, like just fucking shit up essentially. I think they're trying to like mine for minerals. I feel something. like there's like oil or something too. It could be oil. They're doing something fucked up that yeah. they shouldn't be doing. And pretty much, you know, these cre- something happens. There's a kaboom, fucking, they're in trouble. And then these creatures start coming out of nowhere. And another very claustrophobic underwater movie. Oh yeah. Because there's a lot of scenes where they're walking around, you know, trying to look for help, try to get to a safe space. And it would be a disservice to call them fish, but you know they're underwater and they're being terrorized by. These evil fish monsters. They're essentially just a bunch of little creatures from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. And then you got fucking Cthulhu coming out at the end. Pretty much. It's fucking crazy. It really made me, like, tense up and, like, oh, my God. like. And I, I have a fear of uh, swimming under caves and up through another, like, mm. swimming under something to come up through another area i feel you so if yeah so they do that a lot in that movie where they're like okay we need to swim down through this hole and hope that there's air on the other side yeah i don't like that yeah like i don't like underwater i don't like like these are pretty much very movies that make me feel uneasy like alien movies but that's another thing (laughs) i'm not too messed up by claustrophobia what i'm messed up with is lack of air not being able to breathe bothers me and there's just a lot of that in underwater because that... i don't like the unknown like aliens are plausible these little fucking creatures are plausible because mm-hmm. we've only explored like what 30 percent of the ocean or something yeah essentially deep sea deep sea creatures are aliens because who's to a- say cthulhu's not down there yeah hp lovecraft's racist ra- <laughs> racist ass was on to something <laughs> yeah but no, check that out because it's actually a really good movie. And Kristen Stewart is broadening her acting range and she's not just like this the whole movie either. TJ Miller's kind of funny in it too. Yeah. With his stuffed animal. Check it. Yep. All right. So I'm going to go into another kind of trilogy. So I just did the Basket Case trilogy, but I'm going to go into the Ghoulies trilogy specifically the third one is my favorite when they go to college because that's when the most hijinks happen and the most antics 
Uh, but these movies are just all over the place, not to be taken seriously. Um, first one is about a bunch of teenagers that have a seance and they bring these ghoulies, which are these three individual little monsters. They all are short little kind of gremlins ripoffs. I, people call them gremlins ripoffs. They're a little different. They're cute. Yeah. Well, they're stupid as fuck too. Um, <laughs> And they were just making all kinds of movies back then. Like, they made Hobgoblins. They made Munchie. They made... I don't know. I got called a Hobgoblin once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, but, yeah. Ghoulies. And then the second one, they go to the carnival. That one's good, because there's, like, a fun house and stuff that they're in. And then, yeah, and the third one, when they go to college, that's the one I think worth checking out, because that's just most comedy there it's, it's pretty funny actually the fourth one is bullshit though that's why i'm not even gonna throw it on here it's just it's terrible fuck the fourth one um yeah so check out the, the ghoulies especially if you love uh little monsters like creatures and gremlins and, or no critters and gremlins and stuff like that critters is an actual movie yeah i don't think there's a little monsters movie called creatures yet maybe i should make that you should yeah i'll play the creature <laughs> or the hobgoblin. <laughs> okay, my next pick is Chud, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. I've been saying that all week in preparation for this episode. Um, that's a fun movie. The creatures look a little silly, you know. They they've aged, but like you know, there's a CGI and they look real. Like someone actually took the time to make them, but. I thought they looked pretty good. I know. You kept saying that. And it's just, they're funny. I like them. Yeah. They're a little goofy looking, but... I, like the eyes are just all glowing. Yeah. yeah. It's all I like, fuck with them. You can't see the zipper or like the dude's skin under the mask. So, I mean... Just fucking... <laughs> you can so, see I mean, his skin. There's a lot of big actors, too. What, did, what was <gasps> Daniel... The Wet Bandit. Yeah. Daniel Stern. Uh, who else was the Macaulay Culkin's dad. From Home Alone, yeah. Um, and didn't you say John Goodman was in it? Yeah, he's a cop and yeah. he gets killed. Yeah, John Goodman looked very young in that and he had a small role. Chud's cool too because it's not just like a low budget movie. It's it's pretty big scale. Like they definitely rented out a few blocks of, was it New York? I think it was New York. Yeah. I would assume it looks heavily like New York. All yeah. The- there's a lot going on. Yeah, a lot of a lot of different settings. They go in the subways. There's lots of creatures and like there's a, gets pretty action packed towards the end. So yeah, but it, I will say it is kind of a slow burn for the first like 30, 40 minutes. No, it really is. It kind of and you know there's not a lot of creature in it. Yeah, but when there is, like at the end, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get you got some good gore too. Honestly, or like good effects. It was, it's all around a good movie. I had never seen it before. So, I, I would recommend. Yep. So, I'm going to throw it back to Frank Henenlotter with Brain Damage from 1988. Um, this is uh, six years after Basket Case, but uh, it's it's a lot more... It's a lot cleaner looking, I would say, because Basket Case is kind of rough around the edges. And it's just about this guy who finds a little uh, monster, little alien guy that kind of 
sits in the back of his head and injects a nice little fluid that lets him trip out and feel all the endorphins and stuff kind of like heroin lucky but he, one of those. he only gives him yeah he only gives him that drug though once he kills because uh elmar which is the monster's name needs uh human brains in order to provide this service for this man so this man has to find victims for elmar and it's just hilarious just like basket case it's gory sleazy it's just got everything you need from a, a 80s b cult movie creature movie and yeah just frank henlotter hitting it out of the park again uh he's a legend so yeah and also check out frankenhooker as you can see behind us it's not really a monster movie more of a reanimation zombie yeah. kind of thing but yeah frankenhooker's good and uh bad biology is a really good one that's like his his newer movie which was produced by ra the rugged man like had these two this couple that basically both have a uh, strange sexual problems but they're destined to be together so that one's a good one same <laughs> good thing we found each other <laughs> oh yeah Go ahead. Okay. My next pick is also a newer one, but I've seen it like 37 times. I fucking love it. A Quiet Place, directed by John Krasinski, 2018. The creatures are pretty, they're amazing looking. You know, you can definitely tell they're like CGI'd, but um, yeah, terrorizing a family that suffered a great loss. Really good. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, see, I was not a big fan the first time I saw it, and then the sequel trailer came out, and I was like, dang, that looks really good. So I went back, watched The Quiet Place again, and I actually think it's a really good... I look at more of a, like a sci-fi survival film than a straight-up horror film, um, but it's, it's a horror film. But it's like, but it's PG-13, and and kind of are guessing that these things are from space so it's kind of all over the place you really don't know like what's going on but really it's i think it's more about the family and what they have to do to stay quiet and it's um they they come up with a lot of creative ways to go under the radar from these monsters and i personally like the sequel that came out last year a lot better that one was really good but yeah. the first one just has like a soft place in my heart or like a good place <laughs> A quiet place in your yes, heart. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like the mom gives birth in a bathtub. Yeah, there was there was a lot, and I just love Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, and it, I just think it's like a beautiful, perfect movie. And they come up with the worst and best way to keep a baby quiet, which is putting it in a cushioned coffin with an oxygen mask on its face so the monsters can't hear it. Creative. Yeah, but I don't think we should try that. I don't think Jack would appreciate that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm pretty much on my last one. I'm going to maybe have a few honorable mentions at the end. But this is a Stephen King movie, which I am usually love or hate with his movies. Uh, even though it varies whether he directed or wrote or is just starring or whatever. But this is a Stephen King written. I think it's based on a short story. It's in 1997. The Night Flyer, directed by Mark Pavia. And have you ever heard of this one? Mm, no. It's pretty crazy. It's about this... Well, it's someone's investigating a bunch of murders at these airports. And they're all string, strung together. And what's going on, basically, is there's a vampire who flies an airplane. 
and uh, he just goes from terminal to terminal and just slaughters everybody in the terminal and just flies to the next one. That's cool. Yeah, and it's really gory when you see inside of the airport, like the murder scenes. It's just like gore just all over the walls and stuff. So it's just, it's really underrated. And I remember reading about it in all my movie books growing up as a kid, and there was pictures of it and stuff, and the monster was just really gruesome looking and really good special effects. So I was like, I might as well check it out. It kept getting good ratings whenever I read about it, and it was definitely worth the hype. It's just not not talked about very much, especially compared to other Stephen King movies. It deserved better. Oh, yeah. Especially, it's a lot better than the Langoliers or the Tommyknockers or uh, Dreamcatcher, but I feel like that stuff caught a lot of mainstream attention. Nightflyer was just like a straight-to-HBO kind of thing, so it's worth checking out for sure. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I should. I think you'd like it. (laughs) My last movie is the 1988 version of The Blob, directed by Chuck Russell. Very good effects, if I do say so, for Mm -hmm. the time, you know? I agree. Do you think they're better than The Thing? I was just going to say I could. they're definitely comparable, but Mm -hmm. I think The Thing just went a notch above. Yeah. Like, it's like, The Thing is like a perfect fucking movie. I agree. Yeah. And this one, it was was really good. Yeah. But, you know, we could talk about The Thing all day. (laughs) Is that Matt (laughs) Dillon or Kevin Dillon? I always forget which Dillon. Isn't it? It's Kevin Dillon. It's Kevin, because Matt Dillon's like the more popular one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like a greaser in this on his motorcycle. Oh my god, his brother played a greaser in The Outsiders. Yeah. But okay, no, like Kevin gre- Dillon is like he did. He looks like his brother a lot, but he did a good job in this. Yeah. Little D-Gen, you know, fighting off this alien blob. Yeah. I, I was rooting for him. It's it's a great movie. It's probably the pinnacle of 80s monster movies i think a lot of people if you ask them what their favorite monster movie is they'd probably say the blob remake uh, or the thing but we just didn't bring up the thing because it's just too easy you know yeah and it, exactly it's, and it's extraterrestrial we we named a few extraterrestrial things here but i just we want our own episode for that like just yeah straight up aliens aliens fuck me up that's one of the very few things that scare the absolute fuck out of me yeah and bridges and water. Okay. <laughs> it's weird because you don't seem like a very scared person to me, but then then there's these things. These Just these small, small things, things, and I do not like aliens, so that'll be a fun episode. And meanwhile, I'm like this every time I see a hard-boiled egg. Like I know. Ugh. Meanwhile, I'm like deep-throwing some hard-boiled eggs. Oh. <laughs> Cracking oh. them in my mouth. <laughs> Speaking of deep-throat, though, I just wanted to have an honorable mention. 2015 Deep Dark, which is about an artist who discovers a glory hole in his apartment and if he does what the glory hole says like sticking things in it then maybe his art career can pick up because he's a failing artist and it seems to work but things get out of hand when that hole starts to ask him to bring people home to his apartment that sounds a lot like brain damage (laughs) that's well just like asking for like go do this and do that yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's a comedy. It's like just one of those like, yeah, it's a, it's a gory comedy. So, I'll yeah, I'll recommend Deep Dark from 2015 as honorable mention. You got anything else? I was gonna say Jeepers Creepers, but I know that's problematic. I love that fucking movie though. Yeah, the first Jeepers Creepers. Actually, I like the first two are okay, but the third one kind of sucked ass. Third one sucked really bad. And I bought it for us, and I hate it. Yeah. 
So hopefully that series gets picked up by somebody other than Victor Salva. And Please, may- maybe they good. can do something with it, but who knows? Yeah, that would have been a good monster one. I kind of struggled this episode, I'm not going to lie, trying to think of monsters. You're just such a slasher head. You're always watching giallos and slashers. And Well, to be fair, I did not get into like the deep depths of horror until the last few years when I met you, because I was watching the same slasher movies over and over again. Yeah, you don't give yourself enough credit, though. There's so much stuff that you've seen. I'm like, you've seen that? Really? What the hell? <laughs> well, thanks. So, yeah. Give yourself some more credit. I sure will. I sure yeah. will. I mean, you saw that movie before we even met, so. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot for watching, guys. Uh, check out the Discord for Quality Violent Cinema and also Horror Corridor. We have a Discord now, too, if you just want to talk straight up music. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, which you're probably watching us on now, or you're on Spotify, but we're also on Spotify on video. Uh, yeah, just check out all our shit. Uh, get at us on social media. I'm Horror Corridor now on Instagram. What are you now? I'm still Presley is a horror. I'm trying to think of a different name because, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, it's kind of ridiculous. Or you could just add us on Facebook and we'll probably say what up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Take care, guys. See you next week. Thanks for watching. See you next Sunday.